Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Ambassadors Forum Radio Show here on True Talk 800 AM KPDQ. I'm your host, Roy Swart, father of seven, MIT graduate, active engineer in the high-tech industry, and most importantly, bought and paid for bondservant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our mission here at the Ambassadors Forum is to equip you to be able to better understand and defend your faith the same way Jesus did. I have the privilege today of interviewing one of the leading apologists in our area, Brent Strasberg. Brent received his Master's of Divinity from Talbot School of Theology, his Master's of Arts in Christian Apologetics from Biola University, and his Doctorate of Ministry from Dallas Theological Seminary. Dr. Strasberg is president and founder of Brent Strasberg Apologetics and is an, also an apologetics consultant for the Pacific Church Network, specializing in making apologetics relevant to the church. Dr. Brent has also pastored two churches in the past 30 years and has basically dedicated his life to unpacking the difficult issues facing Christians and the church today. Brent, welcome to the show. Thanks, Roy. It's nice to be here. So one of the conferences that is going to be coming up here in the area is a conference called Mission Connection. Explain what that conference is and what are some of the messages that folks could expect by attending that conference? Yeah, you know, Mission Connection, I think it's actually been going for 17 or 18 years. I've known the executive director of Mission Connection, Bill McLeod, for a long time. It's the largest annual missions conference on the West Coast. So every year we meet and it's really dedicated to equipping people to be part of God's global mission. So whether that's giving them the tools to actually understand how to become a missionary or how to be a viable part of a mission organization or how to promote missions in their home church, that's what Mission Connection does. They have incredible plenary speakers. They have more workshops to educate people on missions than anything I've been exposed to. So it's been a tremendous blessing. Now, how do you see apologetics relating to missions and missionaries? Yeah. Declaring the good news of Christ is all about presenting the gospel within the unique culture of a different country. Mm. That's why I've always admired missionaries. I've been able to send a lot of missionaries out on the field, and I've always told them personally that they're my heroes Mm. because they do what I do, but they do it in a setting in which they've had to learn a new language, braille a new culture, interact with people that are very different than them. So in these cultures, it's important for us to be able to articulate the gospel in a way that that particular culture understands. Mm. So from a standpoint for the Christian we have to be ready to articulate the gospel in a post-Christian nation, which is America. And in the same way, if you go to a lot of Western countries, whether it be in Europe or other places, they're going to have the similar kind of skeptical worldview that America has. Mm. So, you know, we have to have the tools to be able to have a conversation with people who have not necessarily read the Bible recently. Mm. You know what I mean? And they're not predisposed to believe 
what the Bible says. So sometimes, you know, we have to do what the apostles did when they went to, you know, Athens and they had to articulate their faith. And at times that they used poets that the first century Greeks would understand and respect. Mm. And it was not all about quoting the Old Testament scriptures, even though they did that also. That's what we're trying to do. And that's why apologetics is so relatable to missions. And it's probably one of the reasons why our workshops in apologetics at Mission Connection, at least for the last three years, have been the largest attended workshops in the entire conference. It's always pretty exciting. Do you think if the conference was held somewhere other than the Pacific Northwest, do you think if it happened in the Midwest or wherever, there would be as much interest in apologetics? Absolutely. And I say that without fear of contradiction. And part of that is because I'm speaking in a lot of different states. Last year, I spoke in Toledo, Ohio, and for the first time in the history of the church, they did an apologetic conference. I sold more books about apologetics than I've ever sold at any conference. Mission Connection actually just this past November launched a similar conference in the Phoenix area. Wow. And, uh, And there was a great response. It really doesn't surprise me. I'll be going to a Minnesota, which is not a conservative place. Right. So I'll be doing a big conference out there in the beginning of uh, May. Actually, I'll be coming back up to Portland in November because I'm a part of a thing called Student Connection, mm. which again was birthed by Mission Connection, but it's geared specifically for middle school and high school students mm. um, because there is such a need for churches to equip the youth that attend their churches. It's just not enough anymore to Mm. uh, listen to Bible stories. The need for apologetics is beginning earlier and earlier. Middle schoolers are having to defend their faith in ways that we never thought possible, or more accurately, never expected Mm. that they'd have to defend their faith so early in their Christian journey. What are the bigger trends that are driving people to need to be more apologetically trained and prepared at earlier and earlier ages? Yeah, well, I just was speaking at a church yesterday and was talking about persecution Mm. and the rampant persecution worldwide against Christians. Mm. And even though a lot of believers want to say that they're persecuted here in uh, America, (laughs) it's not even close to what's Mm. happening worldwide. But what is happening is we have so many religions that are opposed to the Christian faith. We have so many secular worldviews, multiculturalism, kind of a post-Christian worldview, which is what we're seeing in America, that it's just natural for those worldviews to take aim at the one worldview that seems to be at the center of everyone else's opposition. And Mm. and, and that's the Christian faith. Because what Christianity holds is not only that we have a, a, a moral objective worldview, that we have objective morality, 
that we believe in supernatural miracles. We believe Mm. in the crucifixion and the resurrection. We believe that Jesus Christ is the only way for people to have a genuine relationship with God. So all those things in this politically correct world, a real global world that we're a part of, it doesn't surprise me at all Mm. that there is a growing need for apologetics. I I tell people all the time Mm. when I speak at conferences and I do this visually, I just say evangelism and apologetics go hand in hand. Mm. You You can't think about sharing your faith unless you're willing also to defend your faith. Mm. They they really Mm. go hand in hand. And I just Mm. tell people, because so many people don't, there's always a hesitancy, what I've found. I mean, I spend a lot of time in churches with pastors, and it's the same thing all the time. Not many people in their church are sharing their faith. And part of it is we're obviously hesitant. We don't have boldness, all that. But I think a part of the component is that we're afraid what our unsaved friends, neighbors, work associates are going to say. And we're afraid at times that they're going to ask a question that we don't have an answer to. Hmm. And so hmm. when I go to these conferences, wow. uh, especially at Mission Connection, sometimes they're standing room only. And hmm. it, I think the last time, two years ago, because last year it was COVID and, and we met virtually, but I think two years ago, one of my workshops, it had like 140 people in it. I mean, wow. it was crazy. People were just sitting on the ground. I ran out of handouts. And it's just that the issues people want to have answers to because they have kids who are in high school and the church group and they're talking, they're, asked, they're coming home and they're asking mom and dad about some of these social and moral issues. And they're asking their folks, what are some reasonable evidences for the existence of God, or how do I explain to my unsaved friend that I've known my entire life that there's an explanation for why God allows evil mm. and suffering, or wow. why do I trust that the Bible is reliable? Because all those things are issues, whether it's, and it's not just the university campus. Mm. When, I, when I first started out in ministry as a young pastor, I was a college pastor, of a church in Southern California. And we were directly between a major university, Long Beach State, and a huge junior college, Long Beach City College. And we had campus ministries on each of those campuses. And so every semester, I had to give them tools on apologetics. Mm. Wow. And, and, And we would do these talks on campus. But it was really different back then. I mean, that was in the early 80s. You could go, we would regularly go, and we would share our faith, and, and you could have conversations with people, but it's really different now. People are offended when mm. you start asking them, you know, could I have a conversation with you about spiritual things? And they're going to say, well, you know, not really. All religions are equally true. And so I think our culture has made the necessity of apologetics a very real thing, because our culture is full of talking points, mm. things that people have heard so many times, mm. whether it's, you know, Jesus really isn't the only way to God. Everything is re- relative. All religions are equally true. Mm. And I think Christians, 
have to have their own version of talking points. So one of the things that I try to do, I mean, I try to take 30 years of being a pastor where I tried to put the cookies on the lower shelf for people, (laughs) you know, whenever I preached. And I try to do the same thing in apologetics. I mean, I was trained under some of the smartest minds out there, J.P. Moreland, William Lane Craig, Sean McDowell, Mm. uh, Clay Jones, all, all these guys. But what I try to do is I try to take a lot of their loftier thoughts and Sean McDowell does this beautifully. He, he mm. connects with the younger generation like no one I've ever seen. But what I try to do in all my workshops or conferences is I try to make everything accessible. Mm. I want it to be practical. I want them to be able to come home to their friends or their sons or daughters and to be able to say, you know, I heard something from a speaker today. How about if I explain it to you? Mm. And to have it simple enough so that they could explain it to them. Because I've heard so many wonderful stories of how God has used our workshops to really impact people for Christ. It's just really, Mm, that's cool. uh, It's really exciting. So when someone is training to be a missionary, you know, boy, they've got to learn all of the just basic theological gospel, you know, biblical truths, and then they've got to figure out a way to translate that into a different language and a different culture and a different background and experience. Do you think that missionaries should receive specific apologetics training for the culture that they're going into, or can they get general apologetics training and apply it across all cultures? That's a great question, Roy. I'd probably answer yes to both of those. (laughs) Uh, You know, if part of every missionary's training was to have a basic course in apologetics, I think that we would be taking missions in a positive direction. Mm. So in one sense, yeah, I think there's a standard that just like theological training, doctrinal training, our missionaries would be better served if they had some basic apologetic training. But then I think you obviously have to figure out what your culture is. Hmm. For example, if you're going to France or if you're going to Germany, you're going to face some of the same skeptical worldview issues that you find in America. Basic questions and answers you're going to have to be ready for. But Hmm. if you're going to Yemen or you're going to one of the Northern Africa countries, or you're going to Egypt, or you're going to the Jordan or Syria, then you're obviously going to have to specialize in, okay, how do I answer some of the standard complaints that our Muslim friends have against the Christian faith? You're going to have to be ready to be able to say, how can I give a defense for the resurrection of Jesus Christ? How do I give an explanation for the biggest difference between Islam and Christianity? Mm. That is, Islam denies the existence of the crucifixion and Mm. its significance for salvation, whereas Christianity holds that it happened and that it's absolutely essential for redemption. Mm. So you're going to have to specialize the apologetic training. In my first book that I wrote called Footprints of Faith, I tackled the 10 biggest issues 
that Christians should be prepared to answer. That would be a great primer for, you know, missionaries to be able to say, well, these are some of the topics that I should really master. Cool. How have you seen apologetics here in the U.S. change over the last 30 years? How have the questions changed? How have the answers changed? And why do you think that is? Why do you think there's been that evolution on this topic? I think I alluded to it a little bit earlier. I think there is a more aggressive stream of skepticism Hmm. that is on the university campus. I think it's within our culture. There's so much with social media, with TV, with books, that it just makes it very difficult to have spiritual conversations. One of the things I've found is that within five or 10 minutes of talking to anybody about spiritual things, I will most likely hear from them the statement, all religions are equally true. And why they do that is it's code for, I don't really want to have this conversation, but I don't want to be rude. Mm, mm. And, And so as they're trying to share their talking point, I think we need to be able to come back as Christians with snappy little civil comments that just continue this conversation a little bit longer. I tell people all the time, Hmm. I'm trying to take a conversation that probably will last about 30 seconds and I'm trying to expand it so it can be 10 to 15 minutes Hmm. because I trust that the Holy Spirit can do something with a 15 minute conversation. (laughs) If you put the right tools in people's hands Powerful things can happen. Three Mm. years ago, I was giving my last workshop at Mission Connection, and an elderly guy came up to me, and I'd seen him from a couple of years ago. I know he had purchased my uh, Footprints of Faith, Mm. and I also knew that he had bought another copy earlier in the day. And so, long story short, he tells me that he had given the initial book to a young friend of his at church because he was really struggling with his faith. And he was trying to get answers. And he felt like this kid really needed this apologetic resource. But in addition to struggling with his own faith, this young man had an older sister who was an avowed atheist. Hmm. And she would shut him down all the time. And he kept telling her, hey, sis, you know, could you read this book? (laughs) But But And she kept saying no. But then tragically... Uh, she was diagnosed with terminal cancer. Oh, wow. And he approached her again, saying, mm. Sis, could you please read this book? And here's the cool thing before she died, she read the book and turned her life over to Christ. Wow. Because the, the arguments in there were so convincing. So, as this guy is telling Praise me, God. I'm three minutes away from doing a whole presentation. We're standing just outside the door, tears <laughs> are coming down his eyes, tears are coming oh, down my eyes. And I'm just going, Lord, this is why I'm doing this. Wow. So wow. I can somehow be a resource to kind of help people have this encounter with the living Christ. What a great testimony, Brent. And what an encouragement that even though things seem to be getting more aggressive and more confrontational and more polarizing, that we can still have a difference. Well, here's my last question. And I get this a lot from people who say, well, 
if you're super intellectual and you, you like books more than people and you like arguing <laughs> more than worshiping God, then maybe apologetics is for you. But for most Christians, we shouldn't get involved in apologetics. How would you answer that question? Do you think apologetics is for everyone in the church? Why or why not? Yeah, apologetics is for everyone. I believe it's the obligation of every church in America to have a game plan to try to equip believers in their church to strengthen their faith and articulate their faith to other people. And I I tell Mm. them, you know, Jesus embraced apologetics. He answered questions all the time from the religious leaders that were challenging his teaching ministry. The apostles taught apologetics. They mirrored that as they went into every city. Scripture after scripture in the New Testament talks about the need for apologetics. We're told to be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks us to give a reason for our faith. Jesus said that you should love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Mm, mm. Uh, And again, in our skeptical culture, if we're really serious about sharing our faith, we also have to be serious about defending our faith. And apologetics can come and it can strengthen and make our faith vibrant. But at the same time, I believe it empowers our witness. I mean, if I can make a case for the viability of the Christian faith without quoting one Bible verse Hmm. to my unsaved neighbor right next door, which I've done repeatedly because he's not predisposed to really believe what the Bible says. He wasn't raised that way, but I give him evidence all the time. And man, there has been a softening Mm. to his heart. I mean, I, when he's going through tough stuff, he'll talk to me. I'll Mm. I'll pray over him. I'll pray with him. And and there's just a receptivity to that. It's because I wasn't just reading a a Bible verse Mm. to him, but I was speaking in his language. I tell people all the time that, you know, it's going to be different for different folks. I mean, when I speak at Student Connection, I'm speaking to middle schoolers and high schoolers. Mm. And and I'm trying to do it so that they can understand these concepts. Because if we're not helping the younger generation, there will not be a generation later that Mm. will be able to contend for the faith. I mean, in Jude, we're exhorted to contend earnestly for the faith that was delivered to us Mm. once for all. We don't get a second chance at this. And we have to be ready to do our part. So after being a pastor for 30 years, now for the last 10, I'm just doing full time, just trying to come alongside Christians, coming alongside churches to do my part, to give them the tools to really make a difference in defending their faith. Very good. I've given the same kind of message a lot of times, Brent, and I say to people, every Christian is doing apologetics every day, Mm -hmm. whether you recognize it, whether you've been taught it, but those who have been equipped are doing it well. And those who have ignored the training are doing it poorly. It really is just as simple as that. You can't avoid doing this. It's just a matter of whether you do it well or you do it poorly. So, well, hey, if you've liked what you've heard here, make sure you attend the Mission Connection 
conference at Village Baptist Church in Beaverton, Oregon on January 21st and 22nd. Brent will be giving several workshops on the topic of apologetics, and there will be other great speakers talking on a variety of topics as well. You can find more information online at missionconnection.com. That's connection with an X. Also, we'll provide a link on our website. Brent, this has been a blast. Thanks again for being on the show today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Now, how about you? Are you afraid to share your faith with others because you're worried that somebody might ask you a question that you can't answer? Have you avoided the topic of apologetics altogether because you think it's only for the uber intellectual or for those who like to argue all the time? please visit our website at theambassadorsforum.com to check out some of our helpful resources. Also, as we discussed earlier on the broadcast today, our ministry will be at Mission Connection 2022. We'll have a booth set up in the exhibitor hall. Make sure you stop by and say hello and ask us about how you can get involved in what the Lord is doing here in Portland today. Finally, thank you for joining us on the radio today. You can join us every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. here on True Talk 800 a.m. KPDQ. I pray that God will raise you up in your own faith and send you out to share that faith with others in the grace and truth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Until next time, I'm Roy Swart. May the Lord bless you and keep you.